welcome to The Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein. Thank you all for joining me again today uh, for March 27th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. Yesterday's was just great with the, uh, how it ended was particularly stuck, stood out to me, um, just with uh, the living in the moment and living in the present and addressing your faults as they come up, you know, and it's just a, it was just a, a great reminder that all we have is right now. So uh, I'm looking forward to what today's has. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be the first time that I read it on this uh, podcast. So you'll get my genuine reactions, response, observations, and what I liked about the reading. So here we go. March 27th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditation. <clears throat> The righteous man is invincible. No enemy can possibly overcome him. The righteous man, having nothing to hide, committing no acts which require stealth and harboring no thoughts and desires which he would not like others to know, is fearlessly is fearless and unashamed. His step is firm, his body upright, his speech direct and without ambiguity. He looks everybody in the face. How can he fear any who wrongs none? How can he be ashamed before any who deceives none? <clears throat> and ceasing from all wrong, he can never be wronged. Ceasing from all deceit, he can never be deceived. It is impossible for evil to overcome good. So the righteous man can never be brought low by the unrighteous. He cannot be afflicted by weariness and unrest, whose heart is at peace with all. Ah, that is what a state of being to strive towards. What a way to be. What a... That is, that's an incredible reading. I really, I really enjoyed that. It's encouraging. It's, something that you can listen to or read that will give you some, Purpose, maybe direction, maybe like, why are you doing these things? You know, because the growth will make you into somebody that you didn't even know was possible to be, that um, is unmovable. And that's a, what a beautiful thing that is. You know, we do, we, we pursue the spiritual life. And through doing that, we become this individual, this righteous man that he's talking about. And so the, the first line is great. The righteous man is invincible. No enemy can possibly overcome him. You can't be personally defeated. I mean, I'm not talking about killed or things like that. But the reality of it is you have no skeletons to hide anymore. Right? You have no shame in your closet these days 
And what a beautiful thing that is. To be able to be completely open and forthright and honest with people. Up front. That is a really amazing state to, of being. Like I said earlier. That is a... That there's freedom. So much freedom to be a righteous person. So good. It goes on. The, the righteous man... Having nothing to hide, committing no acts which require stealth. We're not hiding anything. No, and harboring no thoughts and desires which he would not like others to know. Nothing to be ashamed of. No um, dirt in your, or, or no dirty um, thoughts or no dirty desires. No uh, shameful associations with what you want to bring into your life. You become, he says, is fearless and unashamed. When you commit no acts that need to be covered up, you can be fearless. When you have no thoughts or desires that you don't want others to find out about, you can be unashamed. That's what this purification process he's talking about brings us to. Now he goes into describing how this person conducts himself his step is firm, his body upright, his speech direct and without ambiguity. You're clear, you're decisive. You're intentional and you walk with purpose. I remember when I got sober, I, I couldn't even hold my head up and look people in the eyes. Anytime I did that, it was to manipulate. Now I can just walk around, back straight, head up high. Looking the world in the face, right in the eyes. I didn't know what I was missing out on. You know, I can have those firm steps. I can be direct with my speech because I'm not <clears throat> being manipulative with my speech. I'm not being coercive with my speech. I don't have ulterior motives. I didn't know that was possible. Actually, at the end of the day, I didn't know that was something that um, I didn't realize that was something that I could have. I didn't realize that was something other people how I didn't realize that was the way other people conducted themselves. I thought everybody had ulterior motives or had an agenda. And we're solely looking out for themselves. Some people have direction and purpose, but they don't need to be manipulative and and subver sub subversive with what they're doing. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but they don't have to hide this stuff. They don't have to present a certain way so they can get what they want. I didn't realize that was possible. I didn't realize that I could just be genuine and authentic, be direct and without ambiguity. Clear, conciseness of speech was not something I was very good at. I liked to keep things muddled. I liked to keep things gray and murky because I could work in there. 
I didn't realize that till later, but I didn't, I liked it when things were confusing because I felt like I had control in those situations because I could do what I wanted to do. He looks everybody in the face. What a gift that is. I will tell you right now, that is a gift to be able to look everybody in the face, to be able to own who you are, to own what you've done and where you've been, to own your story in its entirety and thoroughly. That is a powerful place to be. It is a very powerful place to be. How can he fear any who wrongs none? How can he be ashamed before any who deceives none? And ceasing from all wrong, he can never be wronged. Ceasing from all deceit, he can never be deceived. How can he fear any who wrongs none? I think that plays a lot to our mindset. And when our mindset, we tend to project onto other people, right? I won't fear people wronging me when I am not out to wrong others, when I am not prepared to wrong others even, right? When I am thinking that I am this type of person, I will behave in this way, which is not a good way to behave and will hurt other people. I am instantly suspicious of every other human being in my life. Right? Because I think everyone thinks like I do. So if you are going through, I need not fear anybody if I'm wronging no one. If I intend to wrong no one. If I know I will not wrong somebody. How could I be ashamed before any who deceives none? I don't need to be ashamed of my behaviors or my thoughts or my the way I conduct myself, because I don't conduct myself or have behaviors that I need to hide. I don't have thoughts or anything like that that I need to be ashamed of. Purify your thoughts and your actions, your interactions with people. And ceasing from all wrong, he can never be wronged. Ceasing from all deceit, he can never be deceived. I didn't know that was a possibility. And people will say, well, people can still do you wrong. People can still lie to you. And that's true. But you navigate these things so much better. You understand your part in them. You understand how you allowed that to happen. How you... Put yourself in this situation where you allowed this person to take advantage of you. There's so many steps that come before that instance. And so many things that and behaviors that I get to um, embody. And I get to practice that keeps me in this position of a pretty safe and secure place. Now... Like I said, I didn't realize this was a situation. I didn't know it was possible. I thought I always had to be on the defensive, you know? Because, and that was because of how I was. And I brought that to me. 
He closes the main portion with, It is impossible for evil to overcome good. So the righteous man can never be brought low by unrighteousness. You know, I think that, like, what's the saying? Uh, evil only exists when good men do nothing. Right? It says, Evil cannot beat good. Unless we allow it in. Unless we allow our thoughts to become corrupted or sinful again or impassioned and emotional unless we allow these things to creep into our life which is a choice on our part is it impossible for evil to overcome good the righteous man can never be brought low by the unrighteous unless you engage in the behavior it's impossible for the righteous man to be brought low by the unrighteous. It's just your choice. It closes with, He cannot be afflicted by weariness and unrest, whose heart is at peace with all. Now that, that's a pretty powerful statement right there too. When I am at peace with myself and all around me, when I have that internal peace we've talked about recently, not the peace that's conditional upon external factors, but a peace I carry in my heart with me, I cannot be afflicted by weariness and unrest. I walk through. I do these things. And the external world has no effect on my internal condition. And that helps keep me in a place where I don't get worn down by the world either. He cannot be afflicted by weariness and unrest whose heart is at peace with all. Internal peace can walk through the most horrific storm of circumstances and hold on to it and make the right decisions and conduct yourself in this righteous way that is talked about in here. So you commit no acts that require stealth or harbor or no thoughts and desires which would we would don't want others to know. We can be forthright, direct with our speech. You walk upright and without ambiguity. It's a pretty incredible way to live. So, thank you all. Again, I'm going to wrap it up here for joining me today for March 27th reading. Loved it. Loved every minute of this one. Um, It's encouraging. It's it's hope-giving. It's a lot of good stuff. It's what we are striving to be like when we practice the principles and the actions that we're talking about in this podcast. So thank you all so much for jumping on with me. I appreciate it. And then we will come back again tomorrow. So until next time, thanks. Mm -hmm.